just a dollar sign, to all the assholes he'd had to put up with for a meal and a bed. And if he did decide to find his mother, he'd show up with something awesome for her, a present, like a dress or jewelry. Something to make her sorry for all the years she'd let him be lost to her. He pictured himself giving her whatever it was in a fancy, store-wrapped box. He tried to picture the expression on her face, but the image wouldn't resolve. The only photo he had of her taken when he was less than a year old, was so faded, only the outline of her long brown hair was still visible. Still, the thought of being able to play the Mac Daddy puffed him up, and for a moment, he let himself go there, enjoying the fantasy of his mother really loving him. The knock on the door jolted him back to reality. He swallowed and struggled for a deep breath, then walked toward the door. He noticed his hands were shaking, and he quickly rubbed them on his thighs to make them stop. He slowly released his breath and willed his face to relax as he opened the door. Hey, he said, then held the door open and moved aside to let in his visitor. What took you so long? Lost track of the time, sorry. The visitor stepped inside quickly. You have it all? The boy asked, wary. The visitor nodded. The boy smiled and let the door close behind him. Chapter One Guilty? Already? What'd they do, just walk around the table and hit the buzzer? Jake said, shaking his head incredulously. I laughed, nodding. I know, it's crazy. 45-minute verdict after a three-month trial, I said as I shook my head. I thought the clerk was kidding when she called and told me to come back to court. I paused. Now that I think about it, this might be my fastest win ever on a first degree. Hell, sister, that's the fastest win I done heard on anything, Tony said as she plopped down into the chair facing my desk. She only talked ghetto as a joke. Y'all got to admit, I said, homegirl brought game this time. Tony gave me a disdainful look. Uh-uh, snowflake, you can't pull it off, so don't try. She reached for the mug I kept cleaned and at the ready for her on the windowsill. I raised an eyebrow. You've got a choice. Take that back and have a drink, or enjoy your little put-down and stay dry. Tony eyed the bottle of Glenlivet on my desk, her lips firmly pressed together as she weighed her options. It didn't take long. It's amazing. For a minute there, I thought Sister Soldier was in the room, she said with no conviction whatsoever. She slammed her mug down on my desk. Happy? I shrugged. Not your best effort, but they can't all be gold. I broke the small ice tray out of my mini-fridge, dumped the cubes into her cup, and poured the equivalent of two generous shots of Glenlivet. Tony shot me a don't-push-your-luck look and signaled a toast. I turned to Jake and gestured to the bottle. Maybe a token? I asked. He was a non-drinker by nature, but he'd occasionally join in to be sociable. He nodded and gave me that little boy smile that could light up a room the same one that had warmed the hearts of juries across the county. His wire rim glasses, wavy brown hair, and country boy self-effacing style, the dimples didn't hurt, though they were redundant, made a winning combination. Juries instinctively trusted him. He had a look that was almost angelic, making it hard for anyone to believe he'd even graduated from college, much less done all the backbreaking work required to finish law school and survive into his seventh year in the DA's office. I poured him a short dog of Glenlivet with a liberal dousing of water, careful not to give him more than he could handle. 
I was careful not to give myself more than I could handle either. A heavy-handed, undiluted triple shot. Tony raised her mug. To Rachel Knight, she put the speed in speedy trial. Jake lifted his cup. To that, he said with a sly grin. Until I beat her record. I rolled my eyes. Jake had just thrown down the gauntlet. Oh no, here we go, I said. Oh yeah, Tony replied. She narrowed her eyes at Jake. It's on now, little man. Jake gave her a flinty smile and nodded. They looked each other in the eye as they clinked cups. We all drank, Tony and I in long pulls, Jake in a more modest sip. Tony turned back to the matter at hand. Was this the dope dealer shootout at MacArthur Park, she asked. I shook my head. Tony, Jake, and I were in special trials, the small elite unit that handled the most complex and high-profile cases. Though Tony